Hello, everyone. Welcome to another The Present Show week. So I hope that for the moment you're all like keen to see who is our next guest and so on. But before introducing our next guest, I would like to you know, say hello to the mindful part that last time was just for such a short time with us. Ciao, Pat. How are you? Ciao, Lily. Good to be here. Good to see you. And the guest of today is uh, Terry, that directly from Canada is here with us. Ciao, Terry. Hello, everyone. So Terry is part of um, you know a group that is sharing uh, you know mindfulness within IBM, right? So it's uh, like you are practicing it within in your life and also in the office space as well, right? So and you have, so you have a personal experience and an experience with within IBM. So uh, from where we start, so probably I would like always to start with uh, how you got in touch with mindfulness and uh, you know what what it means for you. Sure. So um, uh, back in around 2015, uh, I just kind of moved on to a, a, a couple of different roles uh, in, in IBM. Uh, and with those come uh, the stresses with uh, trying to learn a new role, understand a new role and so on. And I was facing some challenges in terms of trying to uh, get away from uh, thinking about what I had done previously over the last many years that I was at uh, IBM and trying to focus on what I had to do uh, for the future. And a lot of my thoughts kept jumping back and forth between the past and the future, but I wasn't in the present. I wasn't able to think about what I was doing at the moment and how I needed to do something at the mm -hmm. moment. So I started uh, uh, seeing some apps that were available on the phone and some uh, YouTube videos and so on. And I started following along with uh, some of the mindfulness practices that were going on there. Yeah. Uh, most of it was about the breath and kind of focusing on now and focusing on your breath. Uh, and that's kind of how I started uh, practicing kind of individually on, you know, a couple of minute basis, trying to go beyond a couple of minutes without falling asleep at times, because sometimes you get really relaxed. Uh, and and uh, that's basically how I started. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, then we will ask something important to Pat. But the first thing is like it's not the first time I hear that, uh, you know, the beginning of uh, of a practice starts with a, a application for a smartphone, right? So uh, is it something you would recommend to everyone to look for an app to to start, or is better a book? What what's your what's your thought around it? What do you think? I, you know, I think it depends on the person. I think now with the smartphones, it's easy to at least try something and there's many to try out there. I, I found that uh, online was a little bit better because there was a lot more to kind of direct you into uh, different things, uh, different mindfulness practices, not necessarily ones that, you know, would mm -hmm. alert you to do a practice now or try it now. It was more, okay, I'm feeling like I should do something. Let me go and do it. So, so it depends on the person, but, but the mm -hmm. phone is always with us and always there. And, and I think it, it can facilitate and make it easier for you to kind of remember that you should do some, some kind of mindfulness during the day. Yeah. If we could be as mindful as all the time we have a phone in our hand, we are already better than mindful, Pat, I would say. That's a very good point. It's a very good point. Pat, do you also use an application for the phone or? No, uh, I worked with a colleague a few months, maybe a year ago, and we did like an analysis of all the mindfulness apps. Mm -hmm. I think we tested 20 of them out. So we have like a documentation 
an Excel sheet and it's also on the mindfulness community where you could see mm -hmm. the pros and cons of different apps, whether you have to pay for them, whether they have guided meditations, mm -hmm. if they're more applicable for the workplace or not. But uh, I personally have never used an app. Uh, the only thing that I did was like a timer that would mm -hmm. play a sound every 15 or 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. One, a few years back, I also did like YouTube videos where there would be like some sounds or some songs. Yeah. But uh, no, I listened to some guided meditations to get some ideas for like my own, but no applications. But they work very well, and I know a lot of great people that, that swear by them. Like my, my general experience is that I I started with uh, reading, right? But then then I went to an app and I used an app for a while. At the end, the third part of it, because many apps are with some free medication. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I went to that and then I stopped that because I didn't need it so much anymore. So And then from time to time, I go back when I see that there is a new app coming out just to see how it is and if there are some new interesting information there. And to, so it's not I'm not exactly a user of it, but I found some interest and some additional hints and some additional point of view. So it's not a bad thing to take. Give it a try. Majority are for free. Yeah. Uh, and then and then what is the activity you are doing, Terry? So to go back to you. So we this is how your journey started. Now uh, you are actually also sharing with other colleagues. Uh, what, what are the various activities you're? Yeah, so so some of the things that we've done uh, within uh, with our colleagues uh, at IBM are um, some mindfulness sessions that we held uh, at lunch times. So mm -hmm. uh, it was next to a cafeteria, and it brought in some people that uh, were. Uh, interested in participating, mm -hmm. but we also invited people. So we had good participation there where we take about 15, 20 minutes uh, and go through some mindfulness practices, uh, some breathing sessions, uh, some, some various other uh, aspects of uh, mindfulness that we tried depending on who was there and how we want to practice. Uh, we found that uh, the participation was good and people looked forward to the next session. So we held them for about uh, eight weeks and, and uh, they were quite popular. We sometimes had 15 to 20 people in a room kind of doing them. Mm -hmm. That kind of led us to some other mindfulness practices where we did some mindful walks as well, where we went around uh, our location, which is kind of in a wooded area and it was some nice paths that went around. Um, we stayed silent during our walk and then came back uh, in a room and kind of discussed what we saw, what some people sensed, what we felt and what we heard. And it was great to hear we all were on this same walk, but yet each of us had a different experience and each of us uh, heard or saw something different. So it was great to share those experiences with people on what they did and how they did it. So being mindful at the time of the walk, not mm -hmm. necessarily speaking to anybody, but absorbing it and then coming back and talking about it afterwards. So, so those were some of the things that we did and continue to do. Your cafeteria means with also the uh, like people and other customers, right? So you meet there in a cafeteria, there is some background noise and you all together, you also try a bit of not only theory, but practicing, I guess. Yeah. Right? It was a room on the side and you're absolutely right. There was a okay. lot of noise that, that was there. Uh, the doors were open and you could hear people coming in and out plates clamoring and people eating and talking and stuff like that. But I found that uh, because we were trying to be mindful and one of the things that uh, one of the, the facilitators, Sunita, would do was to kind of think about drowning out the sounds, not necessarily drowning them out, but acknowledging that they're there and just letting them go. And that was, mm -hmm. that was something that was a bit challenging for some people, but 
I think as we practiced it, you could feel that, okay, there's a, a sound there, but it's a background sound. So now mm. focus on your breath and focus on your breathing. And, and uh, it seemed to work. It seemed to work. It, it's also a great, because uh, one of the rooms that we have also here, it's next to not the cafeteria, but like a, a lunch room next to the kitchen. And sometimes it's it's quite loud, but a really quick way to get into the present moment is actually to pay attention to different sounds so you'll notice if you hear like a big bang you're like oh, your attention's focused on like that sound and for that mm -hmm. brief moment you're like aware and very alert and you could use that to be more alert of the next train of thoughts so i hear something and then you could see your thoughts thinking oh what's that sound come from oh it's from the kitchen oh i'm hungry and then if you catch that thought then it won't lead on to like mm -hmm. the further thoughts, but you could come back to something else or the present. That's a good point. Yeah, using that using that noise as kind of the trigger to be present, to be there, right? Yeah, that's great. Okay. What about when it uh, when it comes to uh, planning? Because uh, I, I don't know if you mentioned in the beginning, Terry, of the call, but we spoke about this in the past. Uh, where does mindfulness and planning come into play? Because the present show is about being present. It's about being aware and we're trying to let go of the past and the future, but yet planning is very important, right? So what do you do? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's one of the greatest challenges. Anyway, as I mentioned, one of the things was moving to new role is always thinking about that. And any existing role has its tasks that you have to plan for. Mm. For, for me in the, um, uh, in mergers and acquisitions, uh, I'm in the support area where we bring in uh, teams from outside and they have to learn our support systems and so on. So that planning of how you're going to do it, where you're going to go, each of the steps that have to happen to get there is always front of mind and always something that you have to plan. And for uh, teams that you bring in, they're always thinking about, oh my God, this is how I used to do it. This is what I'm used to doing. Oh, and now you're telling me this is how I'm going to have to do it and so on. So there's always that, you know, dual play of this is how I used to, this is what's going to happen in the future. I'm unsure of what's going on. So trying to bring it to the present is, is, is important. Uh, have I used mindfulness with those people that we bring in? No, I, I haven't necessarily told them about it. But trying to focus on the individual task and the individual item that we're working on right now and not necessarily worrying about the future is how we try and do it. So this is the task that you're doing right now. It will lead to something that might be harder, easier in the future. But what are you doing right now? And try and focus on the learning or the ability that you're trying to mm -hmm. gain at that moment. So that's kind of how we bring mindfulness into you know, the, the daily stresses that we have when trying to plan for something in the future. But as we kind of talked about earlier, I think that's one of the biggest challenges is being a planner myself is how do you not think about the future when you're trying to plan and bringing it back to, mm -hmm. to the present. Uh, it still is a challenge for me and I'm sure it is for others as well. But trying to focus on that one task, you think about learning something and when you're learning something new, if you're thinking about how you're going to use it and where you're going to use it, you're not focusing on the person that's talking to you about that feature or function that they're talking to you about right then. So um, it, it, is, it is a challenge, but it is something that I find mindfulness helps you bring back to what you're doing at the moment, right? 
That's all. It would be something I would, I would like to hear also from Mindful Pod because generally, you know, when I, uh, I, I, I used, I remember my, before I, you know, started certain kind of practice, my showers, my driving, my walks were me walking, but at the same time thinking about what to do today or what to do the day after. That was my planning time while I was doing something else, right? So, okay, I'm going driving now and I plan about what I'm, how I start the day. But while you want to practice mindfulness, then in that planning time is gone because I'm practicing instead of present moment. So when do I plan, Pat? Well, as you noticed, you're, when you were in the present you're already planning yeah some people will meditate just to plan but the the thing is trying to get your focus back to the here where all the planning and all the thoughts of the past and the future happen yeah so it's important to plan but Mm -hmm. the thing is that we'll get caught up in plans so say i'm going to plan to meet tomorrow somebody at eight o'clock in the morning yeah, I've, I've thought about it. Okay, so I know it doesn't con- conflict with that meeting. I know I need like 30 minutes to get there, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm done. But what we do is we keep coming back to that. Oh, maybe I should do that. Or what if that person does this? Or should I do that? And then mm-hmm. we, get, we get caught up in the planning so much or in the future that we're losing reality. Yeah. I don't think mindfulness teaches you to always be in the present because then we lose for planning right and then the past also we need to learn and reflect from it so it's about finding that right balance Uh, a lot of times we stress about the future Mm -hmm. and we try to mitigate that by by planning adequately but if you're planning constantly and it's creating more and more stress then maybe you should focus more on the present because then you notice that you're stressed right now as you're planning so it's kind of like observing yourself, stepping yourself back and observing the planning and things like that. So you can still plan, but it's like another level of consciousness, right? If that makes sense. <laughs> I, I think knowing that knowing part is really good. What you talked about, Patrick, is I know that I'm getting stressed about planning the future or I know that I am. So you're within yourself understanding that the circumstances causing you to get stressed because of the past or the future. And okay, now I have to focus on the task. Start, stop trying to fix everything that may go right or wrong and focus on what you need to do. And it might be just book that 30 minutes, book 30 minutes ahead to get done. And then you might be able to think about it as you go along that you do, but knowing that, Oh my God, I'm in the present and I'm stressed about this or that. So bringing it back to, okay, I am stressed. I understand it. Let me see what I can do about it, which is now. You can't do something about it yesterday mm-hmm. or tomorrow. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. It's like turning on the right, the lights in the home, only the one we want. So that, and the one that we don't, we are not in the room. We just switch off that light. Yeah. So we don't waste energy. Yeah. Very good. So according to planning, we are planning now to have a mindful minute. Uh, so... That's the time because our present show is, is gone for today. So thank you for everybody that listened to us from, for the moment. Mindful minute this time, it's we discussed about noises, right? So what I, I would uh, what I would like to do now with uh, everyone is to talk about um, one particular 
kind of uh, meditation that we can always do. And it's also with sounds, right? So try to follow the sound that is played now. It's gonna last one minute. It's a bell. It's a bell that is going. So follow this bell and uh, try to and close your eyes and breathe and try to synchronize your breath with the vibration of the bell. Thank you so much. It takes only a minute, but I think that even a bell can really help us to get into the present moment, to start a day, to start a moment, to, you know, to feel that we are planning something that we really want to plan. So thanks a lot, uh, Mindful Path. Thanks a lot, Terry, for being here today. Uh, you. See you next week with the you know, next time with the present show. And for the moment, have fun and don't forget to be mindful. Bye. 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 Bye.